The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lawson Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We are live here in Arizona, although... Rich is in uh, Washington. All right, Rich is actually in Northern Virginia. And we, as always, we got Ken. Ken from the ATLs on the line. This is right here. Is uh, some We got a couple issues we want to talk about in the sports world. One being uh, Ben Roethlisberger's situation. And then I do want to move into some uh, Allen Iverson. Maybe we talk about a little bit of the free agency. But I always got these guys up here to... You know, share some light on some things because uh, we all we always keep each other's honest. Again, the number if you want to call in is eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Coach B, you you ready to go? I'm always ready, baby. What's Ken, with you? you with us, Ken? I'm here and I'm ready. Let me ask you guys a question before we get into that because um, again, I said Ben Roxburgh's situation. I want to bring up. I want to talk about AI. If you guys haven't heard about that, I'm sure you have, but. Um, I posted a couple of things on my Facebook before I get into that on the fan page. I'm sorry. Is um, uh, Joe Hayden? I find myself doing this. This I just briefly on this. I'm gonna get you guys' opinion real quick, and we can move on. But Joe Hayden, a 5'11", uh, 190 pound defensive back out of the University of Florida, corner. Now this position he plays, it's an athletic position. But I find myself looking at it in this way: if Joe, if Joe Hayden runs a four-five and a and a and a white corner runs a four or five. I'm like Joe Hayden. That's a terrible forty. If, if a white corner, I'm like this guy. He can move a little bit. So uh, I, I want to get you guys' opinion on that. Um, this guy was, um, you know, he was a high draft pick. He's still gonna be. The, I still think he's gonna be the first corner taken. Um, but they keep saying his stock drop. And I look at what he's done on the field, his instincts, his physical ability, uh, the way he was able to make plays. Why at the combines did they put in so much emphasis on it? And at the same time, is there a difference in a four or five black corner or a four or five white corner? I just want to get in that real quick because I find myself looking at these things differently. And when it, when it comes down to it, I'm like, man, I'm just going to take the playmaker. Whoever, I don't know, white or black, who's ever a playmaker? Although that position has been pre- predominantly dominated uh, by uh, black athletes. Let me get your opinion on that. I'll start with you, Coach B. Well, my opinion, you know, I, I honestly don't think it's a difference. It shouldn't be a difference between a white 5'4 corner or a black 5'4 corner. It's a corner that runs a 5'4. Right, right. My, that's my aspect of it. But, again, people don't look at it that way because of, like you said, you know, African-American men have predominantly, you know, cornered, <laughs> no pun intended, the corner market in the National Football League or in any, any other place. But, you know, the white corners who, who've played in the league, with the exception of Jason Seaborn, um, didn't get a whole lot of respect at the corner position. They would put him at safety or whatever. But um, Joe Hayden running a four five forty, you know, white corner running a four five forty. It's all about who's making more plays 
in game time situations. That's what you need to take into consideration. Right, okay. And a lot of people don't do that, and that's what they should do. Right, and if, if it came down to it, and if I'm a scout or a coach, and I like this guy, and I think Cleveland, uh, he was high on Cleveland's draft along with uh, the safety in Tennessee is Eric uh, Berry, uh, who's a pretty good corner. But if I'm looking for a playmaker, I'm not – they put too much emphasis, in my opinion, on this guy running the 40. Uh, I, I, I state time and time that uh, this guy named Dale McGee, was a, he didn't run a 4-4 corner. He barely ran a 4-5 uh, in the 40. But he was going against some of our better athletes in practice, like a Frank Sanders or Rob Moore. Uh, what about Dale McGee? Dale McGee. But, but he was always right there. It comes on the instincts you have, when to turn your hips, the ability you have. Uh, the guy has good hip, hip control, so he's able to open up and time to stay with these receivers. He has good stop-and-go uh, ability where he's able to stay with the corner. But I just wanted to get you guys' opinion. Ken, and I ask you the same thing. Uh, is there a difference? Because I find myself looking at him differently. But at the same time, I'm going to take the guy who's going to make plays, whether you being white or black at that position, because the bottom line is I want to win. I want to be able to lock up, do certain things in my defense, and lock up certain receivers. Uh, uh, Kwame, I'm not going to really focus too much on on 40 speeds. You know, I mean, that's where we always get caught up to it. Every year around his time, draft time, right. is always the 40 speed. It has nothing to do with the 40 speed. It's are you a playmaker? Okay, you talk about somebody that came off of what two national championships. Right. Okay, somebody that's proven himself on the field. I mean, until you got to the the combine and he ran a 40 nobody didn't know that this guy was running a four five forty one on that field because you know field speed is totally different from 40 speed right okay this guy is a playmaker this guy is a shut down corner I, I think he'll be fine at the next level most of your receivers you know these days as you know are not really that fast at, at all right now most of your your top receivers are right now running what about four fours anyway right i mean i don't think this guy you know is really going to have too much to worry about as far as getting burnt or getting beat this guy is a shutdown corner you know um i, I really wouldn't be too concerned about 40 times at this point point. and both you guys make good points and i just wanted to um i just wanted to i just wanted to bring that out man just so i don't think i'm crazy but i do look at it a certain way and i i don't i don't put a lot of emphasis on that 40 this guy as you said ken Two national championships on the college level went against the best in the SEC. I thought at uh, one point SEC, probably still is, was the tough, toughest conference to play in. You're playing against some of the better, you know, you can get a national championship out of there being 9-2. and two. But, uh, oh. Joe, but Joe Hayden, man, I think he I, – I, you got – these guys go to the combine and they've trained to run these 40s. I don't care who you are, where you come from, you train to run this 40. But in football, you got to have those instincts. You know the game or you don't know the game. Well, my aspect of it, now let's go back to the Del McGee situation. Yeah. You know, Del came from, he went, went to the University of Auburn. They went 22 and 22 and 1, I think, in his, two, his senior, junior, senior year there. They did. So he played against top quality uh, receivers coming out that in the, in the, eight, in the 97, 96, 97 draft. Yeah. You um, got, you, so he was, you know, he was on the undefeated, those undefeated teams that couldn't go win national championships because of whatever reason they were probation. in Auburn. Um, probation. So. He played against that quality. So when Dell got to Arizona, he understood what it take. He he already knew what he was lacking as far as speed, but he made up for it as far as determination and athletic ability. Yeah, I think a lot of times, um, you know what what kind of athlete you come are is it has a lot to do with where you come from. I think if you study the game, I think um, uh, well, I actually believe you need to be a lot smarter, uh, just as talented. 
and ability than you are on a football field. You have to be able to make those plays. I played with a guy named Terry Hogue. He's one of the best um, guys, uh, teammates I've ever had. The guy probably was the slowest defensive back in our secondary, but he was always on the field because he made plays from his uh, ability of knowing what the def- offense was trying to do to you. And this is this is in the sense of being smart. So we talk about his speed, which I don't think is a problem. Um, this guy is able to make plays. I'm talking about Joe Hayden. I don't think it's a problem. He makes plays on a football field. He's done it. He won't be. He's been challenged by some of the best in the SEC. But then you go to Terry Hogue. This guy is just smart, man. He he learned the defense as if he designed it himself, and he was able to make plays. Mm-hmm. So you you just got to be uh, don't I, I agree don't put too much emphasis on because a lot of scouts a lot of uh, NFL teams they put that emphasis on the forty so they don't it's it's the it's a marketing tool for them so they can sell so you can watch the combine so you can look at these different reports on the internet um, and then they're trying to find a way not to pay you not to take you in the top ten but who whoever take this guy is gonna get a, a pretty good corner. Yeah, and Carm, you also got to look at, you know, look at who was your fastest cornerbacks in the league this past year. Uh, you know, you got to put Dante Robinson up there and Antonio Cromartie, and, and look at these guys now. These guys are getting traded. Got, you, know, <laughs> company, you know, these teams are not holding on to these guys. That, yeah, you might have 4-3 speed, but guess what? Are you a shutdown corner? Right. Or can you make the plays? Can you, can you uh, you know, hold your receiver at the line? Can you make a, a move on the, on the ball? Can, can you hit, you know, also? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These these guys are getting traded because they they've been taught when come by after college after their junior or their senior year they've been taught to run straight ahead speed and train for the forty. That's in a forty yard dash and uh, or in forty at the combines. It's your takeoff and how you finish, man. Um, I think once you get a good takeoff on the clock. You you good. You can run a good forty. You might be the worst football player. And there's have been some guys who can't even play in the league to run great forties in and can you make a good point. Look at these guys are getting traded. And I want to touch on that in the free agency when we get to that probably later on in the show. Look at these guys are getting traded. Uh they're supposed to be these shutdown corners, they're supposed to be running these great forties. These guys don't have a, a stop and go ability. These guys, like you say, Ken, can't hold a receiver at the line. A lot of four four receivers, if you got a four three receiver, this guy's usually in the slot. He's probably your third receiver. So you got to bring a corner in that has some good instinct, good ability to play in that slot. You don't have to be the fastest. You got to know what defenses, offenses are trying to do to you. Mm-hmm. So you do. So you guys do make some great points. And I just, like I said, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to touch on it a bit because I did find myself looking at a four or five and a forty. Is there a difference between who you are? But yeah, you know, I really it comes down to making plays. It comes down to experience you've had going against others in your conference or going against others uh, elsewhere, some of the best in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, right. Ben Roethlisberger, man, let's move on to that because I want to touch on that. We've got about three minutes before we close out this session, but we're going to come back with it. Ben Roethlisberger, man, this guy, he's putting himself in a situation where it's, you know, it's kind of like that Mike Tyson situation. You've been accused once, then you get out somewhere. Do you become easily uh, – a target before and anyone can uh, make a claim against you or a false claim against you. And I'm, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, uh, but do you become a target out there like a, um, like a Mike Tyson was or, or, for instance, like a Dennis Rodman was? You've been convicted or you've been uh, – and I don't think um, Roethlisberger has been convicted on a previous charge yet. But um, do you become a target out there with the situation he's in right now? He's, he has, he's out there with – you know, he's out there with people saying he's a uh, sexual harassment. Now, you talk about being twice accused by sexual assault. Now, where's the where's the media? If he was any other guy, will this be national attention or will he be in jail? 
not jail, but it may be obtained at some point. I don't think he was ever taken downtown or wherever he was in uh, Milledgeville. Milledgeville is right outside of Georgia out here. Right there. He, Ken, he's down in your neck of the woods. What's going on down there? College town. I mean, you know, he has a house on Lake, uh, Lake Oconee, uh, Oconee, they call it, okay? Uh -huh. He has a house on Lake Oconee, which is uh, just 30 miles uh, uh, south of uh, Milledgeville, which is right here in Georgia. College town. Right. And, you know, he's not, he, you know, from what I know, it's a pretty, you know, pretty regular. He goes there when he's around during off season. Um, but you got to understand something. Ben, you're 28 years old. What are you doing hanging out with the. 19, 20, 21 year old girls, okay? Um, you just setting yourself up for failure. And that's all he did. He put himself in a bad situation at the wrong time. Oh, you okay. know, well, at 28 Ken, look, years old, you don't need to. We're going to come back to that, man. You listen to the Quamalizer Sports. We're talking about sometimes Rich Show. We're talking about Ben Roethlisberger and his situation. We're going to come back with that on the other side of break. Ken was making a good point. Ken, I'll let you finish that on the way back in. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. school to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey welcome back to the quamalas of the sports sometimes rich show oh, we left off and uh we were talking about ben and ken was making a point but uh Ken, before you get back on it, let me read a little bit of this uh, about 
uh, Ben Roethlisberger. All right, for the second time in the year, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is being accused of sexual misconduct. With police investigating Saturday for the alleged saw a nightclub in Georgia in a in a Georgia college town, and that's the town you were talking about. Police in a uh, Milledgeville examined a claim of a 20-year-old student who told officers that Roethlisberger sexually assaulted her early Friday. The police department had no plans on commenting further until Monday at the earliest. Now this all this is all coming off the case. Ben he hasn't settled the one he had in 2008. Uh, of last July. Now, this is always coming off the case. Now, Ken, you were saying, I'll let you finish up on that, but, um, you know, you off, off the air, you were saying some good things about, you know, he this is his town, this is where he goes, and, and you come in here and you get Ben Roethlisberger autograph, he's buying all the drink, but you go ahead and finish up. Exactly. I mean, you talk about he has a house 30 miles from there, this is where he's going to be hanging out at, it's a college town. I think Ben is still in his mind, said is, you know, single thing. he's still a college kid, or uh, hey, I got a hundred million. I bet you these girls down here, this little college town, is going to be impressed with that, you know. But dude, you you still haven't gotten through the situation from last year. Right. You're walking around with a target on your back now or on your chest, you know. You just setting yourself up for failure. You're 28 years old, got a hundred million dollar contract, two Super Bowls. You should be dating somebody like uh, uh, Tom Brady's wife, you know, something like on that caliber, not a 20 year old. Uh, female who's not even sure where she's going to be at, you know, after she graduates. And, you know, I mean, she's still growing, experimenting for herself, you know. Um, he's just putting himself in a bad situation. Now it's making the girl in California uh, who accused him last year, it's just making her case look so Lake much Tahoe. beautiful now. Now you're talking about a serious out-of-court settlement that she's probably going to end up winning. And guess what? Ed Gardner's got to do the same thing for this girl right here because guess what? This the chips are up against, stacked up against the wall against them. Well, you know they say uh, women uh, mature more than men, a lot faster than men. Mm. Uh, and in this case, Ben Roethlisberger has proven this correct. Um, he does have $100 million. He's also the quarterback of the national uh, football team, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who, who has more championship than any team in the league. At some point, and, and they look to the quarterback to be the leader of your team. At some point, you got to be the leader on the field as well as off the field, you got to do a lot of the right things, man, to keep yourself out of certain situations, especially in 2008 in Lake Tahoe at the casino. He was allegedly uh, uh, charged for the same situation. Uh, having $100 million, Coach B, you were talking um, he hired a lawyer, not just any lawyer. I'll let you speak on that. Yeah, he got Ed Garland, who is one of the top defensive lawyers in the, in the country. And, you know, uh, Ed Garland, may, people may think here that name sounds familiar from, you know, Ben Roth I mean, from the Ray Lewis incident a few years ago. He also represented T.I. on his weapons charges um, couple, about a year, whatever, however long ago. Um, I just think that, you know, when you go out and get an attorney like that, uh, you have some kind of, there's some kind of guilt behind it. Um, I do appreciate the fact that the media is, they really, they really the first one they hushed up, they put it on the rug a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. And this one here, there is more of a, I don't think um, uh, him having a, I think him having a hundred million dollars if you able to go get the best lawyer in a situation like this I don't think it 
so much um, show you guilty. Uh, and you can look at it both ways. But I think if you can get the best lawyer to get you out of this, at the same time, stay out of bars. I, I agree with Ken. Stay out of bars that there's, you got teenagers there. Um, there are certain bars for adults. There are certain bars for certain people like Ben Roethlisberger where he can go and hang out with other people like him. And I'm, by that, I mean, um, I put in quotation, superstars. Um, guys who are on that same level, there are parties for that. There are, there are spots for that. And same um, same way that um, Mount Liner got mm-hmm. in trouble out this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he don't he doesn't know who's around him. If you got your so-called entourage, which you shouldn't, and nobody really needs an entourage. You not unless you Michael Jackson. Nobody really needs an entourage. But he had girls at his place at a pool party in the hot tub. Uh, these were underage girls. Now, how they got into this spot, um, nobody, the people around him really don't care because they're falling and so much caught up into I'm Matt Liner or I'm Ben Roethlisberger. They're caught up into that. They don't care who come in as long as they're there. So if you got your guys around you, uh, I'd say Michael Vick, AI, all these guys fell in the same situation. I'm, Allen Iverson got rid of his because he figured out these guys wasn't worth it. Uh, Michael Vick got rid of his later on in life, later down the road, because he figured these guys are worth. These guys do not have your best interest in their in their mind exactly. or in their heart. Mm-hmm. These guys want to ride the wave as long as you are on top of your game, as long as you still media news. They want to be part of that media news without working for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. If you, yep. if I grow up with somebody, man, you're gonna always be my friend. But mm-hmm. yeah, you you're gonna be my friend. Uh, According to, I mean, you're not, I'm not going to let, if you, if I know you're, for instance, if I know you're a drug dealer, I can't be around you. I, that don't mean you're right. not my friend. You're doing something you got to do. You're doing, you're doing other things. I, I got guys at home in Virginia. They tell me Kwame don't come around here right now. We're doing certain things. Those are my friends. They keeping me out of trouble. They know what we do, what, what they do, I don't do. So these guys at this celebrity status got to watch who they hanging with uh, and where they go in certain par- places. Mm-hmm. Right. And Kwame, also you got to look at another point that we're not looking at. Twenty years old, this female, right? Yes. Bar, drinks, liquor, alcohol. Can we see any more charges coming? Yeah, we can. We can. Twenty years old. How how old you got well, to be to get in the now, bar? Hold on, hold on. Twenty-one. Twenty-one to drink. That's Twenty-one to drink. <laughs> That's throughout the U.S. Well, period. It doesn't matter where you live at. You, you US, don't know, Ken. You in Arkansas. They, anything goes in Arkansas. <laughs> Not in a legal establishment. Legal law says <laughs> twenty-one. You up in the bar, and he's up there supplying a twenty-year-old with drinks. Guess what? You looking at more charges? That's that. Yeah. What is but that? Again, it's not, he's not looking at the charges. The, the, the place is looking at the charges because they should ID the girls when they walked in. If you walked into a 21 over spot and you have a, you've been ID'd at the front door, if a person buys you a drink inside the bar, they're not held accountable because the establishment should have been held accountable because they shouldn't have let you in. Well, what about what? Well, a lot of bars, a lot of college town bars don't they don't ID because you could be in college at 18. They don't ID. You just come on to the college. Now, I'm not disagreeing with you, Coach, but I know you bartending a couple of players. Do you bar? T- do you ID everybody you serve a drink to? Well, it, again, if it's in a club setting, the people, the guys at the front door should be IDing these girls. Club when or they bar? Come in. You can get into well, a, a lot of bar they, restaurants. They got, they got to get to the front door before they can get to the bar. So once when they, they get to the bar, when they get to the bar, I'm, I'm bartending at, a, at a over at 21 over club. Mm-hmm. I don't need to check ID because they should have checked at the front door. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. So once you in, the bartender automatically assume. Um, they of age because they because already made it to the. They may already made it inside. Fake ID or not? Right. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, what Ken was saying is this girl's twenty one year. She's twenty years old. You got to be twenty one all across the country. I understand I, that. So 
what they, they she probably got in with a fake ID, or they didn't check her correct ID when she came in. But again, that's not Ben's problem. That Ben's that's not that's not his job to sit there and and they, they, well, understand if a girl's twenty uh, twenty one over. They go into a twenty one over establishment. The front door, the owners, the the, the doorman at that spot, whoever should have already checked her ID and stated, yes, she's 21. I understand. That's the whole point of that. I understand, but it becomes Ben's problem when he's groping and touching a 20-year-old. Uh, that that This only comes to light now than the bar coming into an establishment where they're serving alcohol, and that's a whole different, that's a whole different incident. But you serving to a 20-year-old, 20, 20 uh, you buying drinks like that and you're touching her, uh, one thing goes without you. you Because you buy her a drink doesn't give you the right to touch her. Because you just got off in 2008, um, not got off. You still have a, a pending case in 2008 for the same situation. Why even have those girls around you? Exactly. Why even put That's yourself true. in that situation? This is and this is what I. This is exactly what I was saying about the Mike Tyson. Uh, uh, Mike Tyson. I honestly do not believe he has been uh, sexually assaulted. That many women that they claim, but once you have once or twice or once, you put yourself in a situation that if you out. Any woman can claim you touched her, and because of who you are and what you do for a living, you'd rather just get it over with and settle out of court. And, and all it is is for money purposes, if it's not a true, uh, if you haven't done that, done what she say you did, or if it's not a certain a true situation. A lot, of, a lot of times, they just want to settle out of court. You already put yourself in that situation, so stay out or have the right people around you. Now, I, I don't know what you, what you guys uh, uh, think about that, but I, I think... If Ben, Ben's 28 years old, Ken made the point, he's 28 years old, he's still in a, that's his little town, he has a house, what, Ken, about 30 minutes away? Yeah, 30 minutes from his house. 30 minutes from his house, and if you want to go out, go out. A lot of times when we go out, um, we go to the neighborhood bar, we, we, just, we just stay somewhere close so we can walk home or get home uh, if you're going to be drinking. But, you know, it might be a situation he just went to a bar. But when that bar is promoting Ben Roethlisberger going to be here, he's he's buying drinks, anybody coming in, they going to get the shots. Um, you know, it, it attracts all those young girls. It attracts those people who want to see Ben because you've been a small town. You don't see a lot of superstars except on TV. Uh-huh. So, and then you also got to look at, look, what was the intentions, okay? This is everything that, you know, her attorney is going to look at. He came there. He knew it was a college town. He knew it was a college bar. He got the VIP area. He got the curtains around. He got his entourage inviting nothing but women, you know, coming in here. And what do you think these women are, 28, 29, around your age, Ben? Come right. on, it's a college bar. It's a college town. Have you yeah, been? so you know these girls are going to be anywhere, you know, from around 19 to 20, 21, 22 at the maximum. Right. That's still out of, your, out of your age range, you know, as far as an NFL football quarterback a championship quarterback of a super bowl winning nfl franchise right that's not the look that you want ben and just like you said Kwame, you got to know how to conduct yourself on the field and off the field as a leader okay you don't put supposed to put yourself in a situation like that's going to bring baggage and negativity back to the team like that now guess what when when football spring practice rolls around guess what Cameron's going to be here, be there for Ben Roethlisberger just because of his conduct and his off-the-field problems, not because be what a, the Steelers are going to be preparing for for the season. Uh, exactly. They're not going to be prepared for the season. they got to prepare how to um, uh, water down this situation that's been in so they, uh, the guys around him can more concentrate on trying to win a Super Bowl, trying to get back to that Super Bowl um, team they had, to get back to some type of uh, form of uh, winning. We got this music plan, man. We'll be back. 
This is the Kwame Lashley Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We got Ken from the ATL always bringing some great insights. Uh, Coach B as well. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Prime Last of the Sport. Sometimes Rich Show. Uh, we talking about Ben Roethlisberger. We got a. Uh, we might have a first time listener um, on Ed Anderson. Uh, upset that we talking about Ben. I don't know what that's about, but you know what? Uh, keep listening. Man crush. He got. <laughs> he got a man crush. Yeah, man crush on Ben. Yeah. Well, he, well we appreciate the uh, first time listener in uh, Ed Anderson. Ken. You were talking about, let me, I want, you know, I want to talk about, I want to wrap this up, this Ben Roethlisberger up, and um, I want to talk about some AI, but I also want to get you guys thinking about the winners and losers of the uh, free agency, you know, different guys went here, there, uh, who actually won, so, but let's finish up on this AI, I mean, I'm well, sorry. Well, Ravens won. Yeah, well, I say we're going to talk about that later. Let's finish up on uh, this Ben Roethlisberger, man. This guy, uh, am I, okay, here's the deal. Once he get off, and he's going to get off, but I understand, 
I, I don't I do understand to a certain degree. If Ben was anybody else, this would not be news, and Ben would have been downtown for some questioning. Ben would have, uh, it would have been a lot more going on than what it is right now. Right now, they're trying to defuse the situation because he has a situation going on that started last July, 2008. I'm sorry, started in 2008 of July um, in Lake Tahoe at a casino. At some point, when you give these guys millions of dollars, you got to hold them accountable. They got to be accountable for their actions on and off the field. You're quarterback of the National Football League. Pittsburgh, one of the best franchises in the National Football League, one of the best, one of the better families that, um, you know, if they like you, they're going to take care of you. At some point, Ben have to, um, it's the same thing when you go, when you draft a guy. You do your investigation. You you, you spend, you know you're going to spend a million dollars on this guy. So you got to make sure you got the right guy to your situation and the right guy for your team. But Ben got to be accountable. He, he has a million dollars plus. Uh, he's able to get the good lawyers. It's unfortunate that we we might just see Ben um, get off on this, uh, get off, the, no pun intended, but get off this case, get out of these cases he have appended him. Two charges that if Mike Tyson would have did him, he would have been spending six to 12 months in jail. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys can close it up or we can move on to this Allen Iverson. Well, you got to look at, Kwame, that, you know, first of all, the case and that happened in 08, uh, there won't be no criminal charges filed. They've already said that. Okay, but there will be a civil. Civil suit. That's even more. Yeah, that's going to be a civil. So he's going to be coughing up some dough in that, in, in, you know, in that case. And guess what? Just like that case, he's going to have to cough up some serious dough in this case. Because I think right now, I think there's a little bit more evidence uh, on, this, on this particular case, this assault case, allegedly, uh, than the last one in, uh, in 08. I think, you know, the two cases, they're going to intertwine with one another. They're going to go back. They're going to, they're going to, the investigators are going to look at that case. Don't think they're just going to look at this case. They're right. going to look at that case, too. They're going to reopen that case, and they're going to look at, see if there's any similarities there. They're going to make a decision there, okay, whether or not they're going to file charges or not. And I won't be surprised if we see charges, because one thing I know uh, about this particular case right here is why he had to hurry up and, and get Ed Gardner is, there's some circumstantial evidence that might point towards this girl was telling the truth. Okay, there's going to be charges, but you know, I still don't believe it, it's it's Ben Roethlisberger. Let, let me say that. Um, at the same time, let me say that means nothing to me. I'm just saying as a, as a uh, outside looking in, what is he going to get? Time served? He mm. should. Be, is he going to get two years like Michael Vick got two years for killing dogs? I don't think he's going to go that far. I think it's going to go farther enough to where there's going to be some serious dough he's going to have to shell out. Okay, and after that, now that's a conduct detrimental with the NFL. Will he be suspended four-plus games? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, he's the face in the franchise for the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the, um, again, um, one of the more f- familiar families in the National Football League. Now, you know, Ben not be able to sell jersey. All this t- ties into what the NFL does as far as marketing these guys. The Pittsburgh Steelers market Ben Roethlisberger. The International Football League market Ben Roethlisberger. What what are they going to do as far as suspending this guy for these games? We won't know yet because Roger Goodell haven't even. I'm sure it's on his table. It's one of the first things to come up to see the results of uh, his innocence or guilt. But um, it's Ben Roethlisberger from the outside looking in. They're going. They at right now doing a lot to cover up. Um, or or try to fade away because Coach said it earlier 
you know, the first situation kind of swept on the rug. It was it was on ESPN for a day or two, and it was gone. It wasn't like the Tiger Woods situation where they blast this guy um, every day. Um, every day. But what? But what? But what? Exactly what happened. We'll we'll stay on top of that, and we'll come back to that. But I do want to move on to the uh, Ali and Iverson situation. AI man, he's um he's in trouble. I thought when he left the uh, Sixers, first when I thought when he came to the Philadelphia Seventy Six, came back, it was so emotional. I thought perfect. I'm thinking like, okay, the guy is back home. He he went out, tried the market, tried different teams because they they had a disagreement in Philly when he left. They and nobody was happy. So okay, he went through he went through all that. He's back home now. He can retire in peace. With these situations come up, he has a gambling addiction. He's have a drinking problem. He's getting divorced. Do you guys now officially? Um, see this guy done playing basketball at the same time does it does anything to his Hall of Fame career uh, Coach B you can go first let Ken go first on that one I want to see his thoughts you want to see his thoughts <laughs> I want to hear his thoughts man he just loves to disagree with me that's all that is oh, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he <laughs> damn maybe you all I thought he was prepared well, <laughs> well in my I'm opinion man, I, mean, I just like to see <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Right. I just like to see, you know, Allen. Obviously, he's from Newport News, Virginia. Man, he's mm. from my hometown. We got a lot of guys. Mm. We got a lot of guys out there, man. We got a. It's a talented pool mm. from the area, but at the same time, mm. we never do. We. I mean, I wouldn't say never. Mm. We don't do right. And I tried to get Tyrod to call into the show, man, because I, this guy's probably going to get drafted. He's probably one of our up and coming stars. We have a, mm. uh, and that was going to National Football League. I just want to yeah. get his opinion on that. Also, and um. You know how he see these quarterbacks coming out this year and drafting. What's his motivation? But AI, AI yeah. situation as far as I think he's done. I think she go ahead and retire. I thought when he left to Philadelphia um, recently that it was for his daughter being sick. I didn't know he had a gambling problem. How could I know? I didn't know he was going through divorce. I didn't know he had a drinking problem. Um, it's kind of like let me let me go back to the Tiger Woods situation. I think Tiger Woods got more in trouble, or he didn't care when his father passed away. Uh, only one guy uh, uh, from the outside looking in that Allen Iverson respected was a guy like John Thompson, a guy who kept him honest, who kept him in kept him, you know, always he can go to as a father figure. Now and I know AI, so yeah, in Virginia, you know, I mean, you there was there's not a lot of father figures there. So um, let me get you guys' opinion. Is his career uh, done? He's done. Stick stick a fork in him. Rap. He, he's over. done. And I say that because you know. This is one of his stumping grounds down here. Oh, I know. I've, I've seen AI tons of times down here in ATL at, you know, local bars, strip clubs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Strip okay? clubs, huh? Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> so I've seen him, okay? No, he, I hear he, you. He's out of control. I mean, this guy going there, and that's all he's doing is tossing up bottles, popping bottles. He got the, the whole stacks of uh, ones over there, the big plastic stacks, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the Gs, right. okay? This is his lifestyle, and this brings brings back a good point to what you said earlier: the wrong entourage. Have we haven't we been hearing about his entourage since his rookie year? Not even his rookie year when he was in Georgetown. Well, you know when they what? got him in trouble. He you remember did. that? We did talk about that. Yeah. Let me let me uh, say that he got rid of a lot of those guys because a lot of those guys tried to blackmail him. But um, that that's a whole other thing. But you go ahead, Ken. You can go ahead yeah. and finish. But the yeah. entourage, you got to have the right people around. It's you. the right people around you. I mean, you get you going around getting kicked out of Detroit casinos, Atlantic City casinos. No telling what other casinos you're barred from or what other clubs you might be barred from. But this guy, I've seen his entourage. You know, and it's and it's the same entourage that's not looking at after his best interest. 
He has the wrong people around him. Now look what he's gotten himself into. He's gotten himself into a, a divorce. He's gotten yourself into not being able to get up and, and, and finish out your career in, in the city that gave you a chance. Another chance. Exactly. Another chance, okay. And, you know, and if it can't be, you know, if it's not the money you're playing for, you're definitely not playing because you love this game. Or you just go ahead and finish out your career, give back for what the city gave to you, finish out this season, and then go ahead and, you know, retire if that's what you want to do. Right. And I thought he, you know, as high profile AI is, um, I, I agree with you 100%, Ken. Do what you got to do, but, you know, finish your career first. Don't, don't taint your Hall of Fame. You don't have any championships. But the numbers you put up, man, get you in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you you're not a first ballot Hall of Fame guy, but you will get there. I I really believe that uh, AI has five kids. His wife has hired some uh, high power Atlanta attorneys. You know, she went down to Atlanta to hire these guys, um, and now she's filing for divorce. Or well, she filed last week, actually. Um, and I don't know if that came with a lot of. If you remember the incident they had in Philadelphia, where he was, uh, I guess he was dragging her out of the house or something like that. But uh -huh. I don't I don't know if that came. Bought on to the drinking problem. I don't know if um, I, I say. Let me say this, and they also say he had a gambling problem. Let me say this. I got a friend, man. that was going through a divorce. I actually got divorced, but um, you know, you can use the gambling for anything you want. You can say you got a gambling problem. Start putting your money away. They cannot account for that. So I don't know if AI what's going on, but I do hope he gets some help. You know, uh, he had a lot of right people in his corner with John Thompson and uh, what's the uh, Pat uh, Croce, if that's his name. Uh, he yeah, had the yeah, the owner. He had those guys Pat in the Croce. corner. Yeah, they had those guys in his corner, and um, and he made a lot of right decisions, or a lot of right decisions. But he made some wrong. But these guys were behind him, and I think they was able to, to be a father figure and teach him. This is why you can't do this. Let me tell you why you can't do this. Because down the road, this is how it's going to play out. I don't think there's anybody around him. And and again, we go back to the entourage to, to hold him accountable and say, man, you can't do this. Not when he footing the bill for everything they do. I'll, I'll, there's nobody around and say, man, you can't do this. I was home last summer with AI. I played in his uh, charity basketball game. Uh, we hung out. We stayed at we we hung out in the same hotel um, every night. Um, they was doing their thing. We was doing our thing. I was there for the football camp. He was there to do his basketball camp. But I didn't see any of this. He was just hanging out at the bar again with his entourage, his guys, different guys. But again, he was just he was just a regular old guy at the bar. He wasn't doing anything crazy. But then you hear all this news, man. I guess you, again, I guess a lot of people, you know, they hide certain situations for from certain people, from the media, whatever. And you, or maybe you just think it'll all work out in the end. So, uh, coach, I'm gonna get your opinion on that. We got a main minute you can start it, but we'll come back with it. Well, my opinion is exactly what it is. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's not the people around him. Not he messed up everything that he has himself. His divorce. We don't know. We don't know actually what's going on with Allen Iverson. You said he messed up his divorce. It's just all speculation. Right, that's true. And so until we know, until Chuck comes up and says, yada, 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 let's quit the speculation and let's understand that's our boy, let's support him, whatever it is he's going through, because we all as humans go through things. Well, Coach, let me get your um, let me get your opinion on the other side of this, and then we get to some free agency draft, uh, who winners and losers, players, and that could be team, uh, owners, coaches, um, also the players. Quam Lots of Sports, sometimes Rich Short, as always, we got Ken from the ATL on, and we having a... A lot of interesting topics, a lot of interesting discussion and opinions on that. We'll be back in two minutes to talk about this.
Brooklyn is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lombo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat for the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports arms hey welcome back to the quam lasso sports sometimes lit show we are live at arizona we got a camp from the atl we're talking about ai man Uh, coach b you was finishing up on ai go ahead because i want to get quickly uh, into the uh, draft, winners and losers. Uh, I, I'm sorry, free agency, winners and losers. But finish up on your AI and let's move on. Well, my thought about that, like I said about AI, is simple fact of, you know, until we know what's going on, let's just keep our opinions to ourselves. I mean, because, you know, he, he's made mistakes in his life, you know, from leaving Philly for the first time, going to Denver, or whatever the case it may be. But he knows what's best for him. So, you know, we're going to love him no matter what because he's our boy. And, um, you know, it's just better, better off. Let's not make assumptions until we know exactly what all the facts are. Right. Let the media and let other people make their assumptions. You know, Stephen A. Smith may have said that he never said that he had an alcohol problem. Who, AI uh, or Stephen A. Smith? Stephen A. Smith never said that AI had an alcohol problem. He said that these are some things that are in his life that he deals with. Because I have two drinks a night don't make me alcoholic. Thank you. Yeah, but it, you know what? I, I agree. We'll wait till the story come out, but all this is coming out. Don't even bring it up if it's not an alcohol problem. Who? Alcohol don't even have to be in the article. You don't have to bring that in the article, but people look for certain things in certain athletes or actors and actors. Uh, you look for those things because it's news to you. So uh, still, we wait to the story. But, you know, when it's all said and done, hey, I do have some problems you got to deal with. Um, I thought it was his 
uh, what it was one of his kids, his daughter was sick, and maybe that is, but they didn't even mention it. They just talk about his wife uh, hiring lawyers and he's getting divorced, his gambling problem, uh, drinking or whatever. You, but I, that's good. We'll wait till they come out. We'll wait to come out. We'll stay on top of that. I did get the word we could go two hours, but I know you guys got to work, so I'll give you a heads up on what we get two hours. I would love to do the show three times a week, two hours, but you know what? That's what it is. That would be nice. Yeah, would. But uh, look, <laughs> Ryan gave me the. Well, you know, we'll talk about it later, man. Look. Um, winners and losers on free agency. I, I'm gonna let me name some names, man. Uh, and you guys tell me, speak on them real quick because you got like 30 seconds. Hey, Anquan Bolden, oh, we, let, winner, 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 ding, ding, winner. That's the only time you talk about a man crush. That's the only time you got loud. Hey, you know what? I'm my, we made an impact in free agency that was all we needed with a receiver. We had a good job. No, I don't agree with that. You know why? Let me tell you why. Because Anquan does what he do. He, who's the other dynamic receiver over there? If you tell you saying Mason is, that's nobody. No, you don't have to double team this guy now. Now, like here in Arizona, he had Fitzgerald. You can't double team him or Anquan. One of them gonna get off. You have Preston. I'm in the. I'm in the AFC. Um, I know where you are. So I know what I can. He'll, he over that, here. The same way he thrived over there, he's gonna have a good. He can be really good over here. He's gonna be he good gonna, because of how he plays. He now he waited for the Cardinals to give him. Look, Anquan's a great talent. He's he's a good. He's good. I, I wanted him to stay in Arizona, but for a lot of the stuff to work, you got to have two running backs, which I don't think their running game is a problem. Not not even by far. But who's the other receiver on the other side that's gonna command certain things? I could get my one of my best corners. To cover Mason, and then I can double team Equan, and it's and it's over. I don't think that would get true. What about Ray Rice getting you two hundred yards on the ground? He, you gonna have to look when I when I come into when I come into a game, I'm trying to stop the run. I don't see a receiver at all. I'm trying to stop the run. If you can't run, you become one dimensional, and I got defenses for your pass. Okay, well we'll see. Well, I mean, I I just want to get your opinion. I I mean, you did. Equan Bolden to me enhanced our team. At the receiver spot. So the winner that is, is a running team, though, Coach. That's a running team. See, there you go again. That's a running team. You took an injury-prone receiver and put him on a running team. You know he's going to be even more disgruntled when he don't get his 100 catches a year. They'll still get you 1,000 yards a year. He's not. I doubt it. Okay. I can tell you now, this first year he's going to play there, he he's not going to get 100 catches. He's not going to get 1,000 yards because that is a, that is a running team. 40, 40, okay. You see, what, 56 catches, uh, 780, 883 yards? He might get away with like 50, 60 catches because Flacco is not is not really a big-time throwing quarterback like Kurt Warner was. I'm a huge, and it was a system. I'm a huge Anquan fan. I hope he does get it, but yeah. I'm a huge Anquan fan. He's going to miss yeah, a few so games with injuries, too. What's the next rage that we're talking about? Because y'all are getting on my nerves with this one. Well, let's talk about <laughs> – <laughs> you, you sound like you snap your finger when you say that. You can't like, talk about Baltimore like that. He loved – I mean, I'm a fan of Arizona. I don't even talk about Arizona like that. He well, loved Baltimore. I just wanted to get your opinion. Arizona. Why y'all losing everybody? Y'all only, the- all right. Okay. Antrell Rowe. He's the highest paid – Antrell Rowe, highest paid safety ever. Who wins with that? The the uh, Arizona Cardinals let him go. I don't know why. Oh, this guy makes plays. Um, so he goes to, I think the Jets. I think Antrail is the winner in this situation, in my opinion, because he's going to a defense where that ball has to come out fast. And 
he don't have to cover all day. And this is when the Cardinals were on top of his game, on top of their game when their defense was getting up field, when they had to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, Anquan was making these plays. Adrian Wilson was making these sacks. He's putting pressure. The ball had to come out. Antrell was there to make plays. Not only did he make these interceptions, pick up fumbles, but he was taking these these um, balls back to the house. He was, ta- he was scoring on defense. So I think he's the winner, not just his contract, the highest paid safety ever, but – in a sense that where that ball has come out, now you don't have to cover all day. And he has Cromartie on one side, and he has the um, – who's the other corner, the real good corner? Revis. Revis. He has Revis. Man, yeah. th- th- you got to look for this defense to do big things. So, in my opinion, I think Antrell wins this. The, the, the Jets win. The, the Jets, Jets win because not only are you talking about you get Cromartie on one side, you get Darrell Revis on another side, but you also got a safety who plays like a quarterback who can cover the, the slot receiver. Right, and that's, and what that's he was. the only thing they needed against uh, Indianapolis right, right there. Would you let go? Would you let go, Kerry Rhodes? You know, you lose Kerry Rhodes in that defense, Kerry Rhodes and you not. lose, and, but you, and you cut Leo Shepard, right. who was a veteran DB, who you know again was a was a, a, a spur in your Achilles last year. We all know that with the Jets because you know. The backside, they they couldn't throw the Revis out. They would all always throw backside uh, with with Lito Shepard. Again, I don't. Again, you know, Cromartie going there, Mantro Roll going there was probably the best deal for them. Again, like you said, uh-huh. the Jets win on that one. Okay. All right. What about uh, who we got coming up next? Dante Robinson. Dante Robinson. Then he go to ATL. ATL baby. Corner, but he left. Uh, okay. Dante Robinson came off a uh, knee surgery, so I, I don't. That's not too much a problem. The the human body wasn't meant to do all the things it does. Really, we just mental mind over matter. We do it. I thought he was a legitimate corner. I thought he um, you know, he going to uh, Atlanta. I, Houston should have kept him. I he's, thought going to home. going to Atlanta was a, a good situation for him because. Atlanta, their first year under Ryan, was they was outstanding. Second year, came back, he had a lot of injuries. One I didn't agree with with a toe injury, and he set out. But I think they're going to be back to where they need to be down south. So, yeah, I think that's a win for those guys. And that's always been our Achilles heel is, is, a, is a top-notch shutdown cornerback ever since we got rid of D'Angelo Hall. You know, yeah. we've been looking for a cornerback that uh, could be the face of that, that, that defense. That's always been, always our, like I said, our Achilles heel. We, you know, we traded away, um, uh, who's that, Chris Houston, uh, to, uh, Detroit. To, uh, to, to Detroit. We got rid of him. He never lived up to the height that he was supposed to be, so hopefully Dante Robinson can come in, give us that big play defensive back that we've been needing, a speedy, a shutdown corner, a coverage guy, a big guy, a physical guy that can come in and uh, you know take a lot of pressure off of these top receivers that uh, they're going up against week after week. They're just killing our defensive backs. But we need one need more, though. We need one more. Yeah. yeah. But you, only, you guys only need it for 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 one team, and that's New Orleans. That, yeah. That's, three you know te- what? Other two teams run run the ball all the time. It's uh, Tampa Bay. Well, you know what? Um, and I think that's why a lot of teams. Uh, Tampa Bay ain't got no quarterback or offense or team. Period. That's why San Fran geared up on their defense. They had about four corners over there that could have started anywhere else, but they had to get ready for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. We are. 25 seconds to closing. Wow. Hey, Eagles pick up uh, Michael Vick's bonus. I don't know what the situation is out there. Kevin Cobb, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb. I hope Donovan McNabb becomes a Arizona Cardinals. I think these guys will get back in place offensively uh, what this guy's able to do here. But, you know, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Who knows? They let let their safety go to Atlanta. So they let Brian Dawkins go to Atlanta. Hey, yeah. this is the Quam Lots of the Sports Sometimes Rich Show. As always, Ken, I appreciate you, man, every week. Uh, I know you was in court. Um, 
last week. I'm glad they didn't lock you up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Coach B, as always, man, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Check Peace out down, the fan people. page. Check out the fan page. A lot of interesting uh, topics up there you can comment about, and we'll talk about them next week. Bless on Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.